0: Game Cola faithful and welcome to the Game Cola podcast. This is podcast number one hundred and forty-one. Nowhere close to being done, and I am your host and podcast commander, Joseph Martin.
1: I'm Anna Podarsky, Game Cola's social media trash queen, and sometimes I do other
2: stuff. And I'm Matt Breslau. I'm a staff writer for Game Cola, and I play video games that are twenty years old that no one
0: has heard of. And today we're going to talk about something that everyone has. On their mind, I mean, we all know what everyone's thinking about during these times. We are going to talk about the video game that everybody's playing, Yoshi's Story. Color a dinosaur. (laughs) (laughs) Coloring Yoshi's Story book. The Yoshi's Story coloring book that everyone (laughs) is playing, where you color the dinosaur known as Yoshi. No, as you might have guessed... We have a lot to say about very cross animals. They're so mad, you guys. They're just mad at everything. And we're going to talk about it. Uh, Both you, uh, (laughs) Matt and Anna, have been playing a lot of Animal Crossing New Horizons in the most recent of times. Uh, Is that correct?
2: Oh, yes. That is very correct.
0: Yes. Um, If you want, for our non-cross animals in the audience, uh, could you maybe give a quick summary of... Maybe like Animal Crossing history up to what this game is sort of specifically.
1: Animal Crossing is a game where you are a human uh, in a town. Off to a
0: bad start, title wise, <laughs>
1: with all the <laughs> other villagers being animals. As there we
0: go, there that's that's there it is.
1: <laughs> and your entire life is making your house better, collecting stuff you don't need, buying clothes, finding fossils, fish. And bugs and donating them to the museum, and hanging out with people and watering flowers
2: and just straight vibing, just straight vibing, just
1: straight vibing. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good time.
2: Yeah. Uh, New Horizons is the is the f- uh, fifth main entry in the series in North America. Um, it got its start on GameCube, and uh, well, in North America, it got its start on GameCube. At least it got its start on the N64 in Japan, and it is. Uh one of the games that uh my friends and people that i I've, I've talked to about video games for the first time have always said is something that they fondly look back on It's a very nostalgic game series for them, and time a new one comes out, they have to grab it because it's, it's just reliving your childhood over and over and over again um because it's a nintendo franchise it it carries formulas through time, and things that are present in New Horizons have been in the series since Gamecube, so fans new and old can you know, jump on the bandwagon and enjoy themselves. And I'm collecting fish all the time and I'm catching tarantulas all the time. And that's what my life is right now. Um,
1: One of the things that I realized recently is that my sister and I actually own every single Animal Crossing together. We own every single one, which I forgot that city folk was a thing. Yeah, (laughs) because it was on the Wii. I I think everyone forgets that city folk
2: was a thing. Yeah. Yeah. Especially because it was basically um, Wild World Plus. Yeah. It has like all the same assets and all the same music. There's nothing new or special about it except for... The city. The city.
1: But um, New Horizons is my favorite so far, I think. I liked New Leaf a lot because it introduced some mm-hmm. fun stuff, but I think New Horizons is currently my favorite.
0: Joe, have you ever played an Animal Crossing, like any? You
1: can Cross any? Animals. Um,
0: my favorite Animal Crossing game is Stardew Valley. <laughs> um, it's I'm gonna the, take that a, as a no. No, I haven't. I haven't played any. Uh, any Animal Crossing? I've been adjacent to it for a bit. A lot of my friends had New Leaf, and then also uh, did Pocket Camp when that was sort of like the animal crossing thing for a while. Oh
2: yeah. You know, I forgot that was a thing because yep. so, I I downloaded it when it came out and I didn't like it. So I stopped playing it.
0: So I'm definitely familiar with it. I was familiar with it sort of before through cultural osmosis. Um, mm-hmm. But I don't have any personal experience with the series, which will lead me to my first question, because what is new in new horizons? Because I don't know how to tell you this guys. Um, the horizon's been around for a while. It doesn't really change very much. It's kind of like the flat part of the, the earth that you see in the distance. It's kind of always there. It doesn't seem very new. So what is the selling point? What, why are you selling me on this new horizons? What is new about these horizons? I don't understand.
1: So one of the big things is that you can now kind of pick where everything is, is a big thing. Um, mm-hmm. Pretty much everything. You can choose your layout, like the layout of your island, which in the past it hasn't really been an island. You can pick where your villagers live. You can put things in, like you can put furniture outside, which is very new. You can craft things. Well, I think the
2: the biggest, yeah, the biggest, I was going to say the crafting is probably the biggest noticeable difference. Yeah. This is the first Animal Crossing game to include crafting, um, which... To me, at least, is a very welcome addition. It just feels very at home, um, despite the fact that in the past, the Animal Crossing series has not been known for its crafting, since there wasn't any. Yeah.
1: And I feel like this is a good way to kind of keep people interested in the game, whereas I played New Leaf for, like, years, and then just stopped. Yeah. So I haven't played it since um, Yeah. I I was actually having a
2: discussion... (laughs) Yeah, I was having a discussion with a friend, um, about the amount of control w- which you were saying, which is, is strange because the previous installment in the series, New Leaf, sees you as the mayor of the town that you are an inhabitant of. And yet you have more control in New Horizons where you're simply a resident. Yep. Than you, than you have when you're the mayor <laughs> in the previous game. Yep. So like they're doing everything they can to switch it up while still giving the player as much control over their surroundings as possible. And I think that that's also a welcome addition.
1: Um one thing that is currently happening right now if you are not time traveling, which mm. I did mostly to get the Able Sisters uh clothing store. I
2: did not I, I do not time travel, but c- please continue. I know exactly where you're about to go.
1: <laughs> I I got the Able Sisters uh store for two reasons one so that i could upload my amazing designs which when oh. i was real little and my aftercare had animal crossing that was the only thing i wanted to do was design clothes oh. um uh to upload my amazing designs but also so that i could talk to sable and make her my friend oh. <laughs> but right now what is happening is the egg event thing where everything yep. has been replaced <laughs> by eggs and everyone on the <laughs> internet is so mad because It's understandable. It's kind of annoying.
0: There are too many eggs. Consume egg. Consume egg. Consume egg.
2: (laughs) (laughs) So Animal Crossing has holidays um, because it follows uh, the real timeline um, as long as you don't time travel. Um,
0: And by time travel, you you mean like advance the clock on your Nintendo Switch device. Yes. Yes.
2: So if you don't do that, then the game follows the exact time and date that you are currently playing. Um, and it time advances normally even when you're not playing. So because right now it's um, the beginning of April, in the real world uh, it's the lead-up to Easter, and the analog to that in Animal Crossing is Bunny Day. Um, and Animal Crossing has a trend of doing that with every holiday. On Christmas it's Toy Day, and I think Halloween is Candy Day, etc. Mm-hmm. So right now, uh, from now until April 12th, um, your town is being overrun by eggs. <laughs> uh, in the place of things that would normally not be eggs, like fish.
0: And fossils. Fish and... is the big one. Fish is the big <laughs> one that has people <laughs> oh, upset. Oh, it's so. yeah. I was watching, oh, yeah. I got... I was watching uh, Diana's stream. Uh, I think it was yesterday. Yeah. Um, and uh, she was trying. One of the things, like, sort of in the background, was she was trying to get her fish streak up and catching. Eggs that look like fish to the point where they swim around in the water. As oh yeah, a silhouette no, of there's no, fish.
1: there's no way for you to tell um, if it's going to be an it egg or not.
0: It doesn't count toward your cat caught fish goal. Like catching is, you have to catch a certain number of fish in a row yep. without losing any, and it yeah. does not count as a caught fish if it the fish was actually an egg. Yeah.
1: Hmm. Yeah, no, that's a big one. That in like fossils was really pissing me off this morning when I was playing. Because yeah. it's just so stupid. But um
2: The one thing that I that I'm happy about Bunny Day being around for is that um lots and lots more presents um flying overhead yes. are appearing because of Bunny Day, and that makes it really simple to get the pop a bunch of balloons achievements. Mm-hmm.
1: But yeah, I one of my favorite things when I started playing, like, not favorite, but one, one of the things I thought was funny when I first got the game, was when you move onto this island, there are only two other villagers,
0: mm-hmm. and
1: I felt so starved for contact because it was, we were getting close to, um, uh, actual quarantine. Oh, no! Yeah. Sorry, I'm actually playing the game, and I just lost a bug. That would have been real cool to get. Anyway, um... <laughs> Life is real sad, but um, I was so starved for human contact that I tried to keep talking to my villagers, and they kept going, "Hey, uh, see- seeing you again. Is this island not big enough for us." And I'm like,
2: "Oh yeah, just
1: be my friend."
2: <laughs> I've noticed that the villagers are a lot more sassy, even the ones that in previous games hadn't been so sassy. Yeah, and that... I don't know if I like that or not because I'm experiencing the same thing. Where I'll like, I'll talk to someone for just the second time in a single day maybe like four hours have passed yeah. the last time I said anything <laughs> and they're like whoa we keep running into each other what the heck's up and I'm like whoa
1: no yeah that's that's exactly what's happening but the thing is in the first Animal Crossing some of them were just downright mean uh, the second one yeah. in Wild World there were some villagers who were like mean enough that I almost cried because uh, I was mm-hmm. 12 <laughs> and like ah so mean why are you being so mean to me city folk don't remember uh new leaf everyone was like just really nice all the time so i think they've kind of mellowed out to a point where it's kind of just like everyone's pretty chill for the most part, and like they get a little sassy, but it's not as bad as it used to be, where was just mean. Or maybe I'm yeah. Just a really lot of sensitive. the more <laughs> mean
2: villagers are now just kind of labeled as like gruff, I guess. Yes. Like they're still nice and sweet to you, but they they're like brusque about it, and they're they're <laughs> they're a little more blunt. Yeah. Than um than the other villagers, but they used to be just straight up like I hate that shirt and I hate you.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> Matt, what's your favorite kind of villager?
2: Um. Oh God. See, this is difficult because. Well, my favorite villager in general is uh, Pierce. I love him. Oh, I love
1: Pierce. But,
2: but I think I like the preppy villagers the most. Yeah. Even though Pierce is my favorite, and he's not preppy, I don't know. There's just something about them. They just. I don't know. I love them.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I... Um,
2: I have Bianca in my in my in my town right now on my island, and she's probably my favorite villager that I've got right now. She is just a total prep, and it's amazing. <laughs> She's very funny, and she makes up words when she can't think of like how to process her emotions. Oh, it's so good. That's
0: a mood. Um, <laughs> for those who aren't familiar, when you say favorite type of there are villager, pers-
1: yeah, there are different personality types. Um, my favorites are every single female villager, and then like the <laughs> the snack the snack boys. <laughs>
2: Oh, yeah, the guys, they just want to eat. Yeah,
1: and then, like, the athletic ones. The ones who aren't gruff, but they're, like, the athletic types. Because yeah. Because they're always very much, like, bros. And I love How, them. Yeah.
0: How are these categorized in-game? Because I'm pretty sure Snack Boys <laughs> is not what it's called. I'm pretty sure um, Snack, Snack Boys Google is list. accurate, though. Uh, is it? <laughs> there's accurate it and now. there's canon. <laughs> uh snack boys it, anyway i um, will say to anna to your credit it's evocative
1: <laughs> all right so for the males there are cranky jock lazy and smug and then for female there's normal preppy snooty and uchi which is like i think it was described to me as like big sister like
0: older sister yeah.
1: type is that right yeah i like those ones yeah. a lot but i guess lazy is the
0: snack boys <laughs> <laughs> U- 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 yeah. Uchi is the umami of people. <laughs>
2: <laughs> now, see, the game never tells you these personalities by name, so you have to extrapolate based on the way that the villagers act and how they speak. Yeah. Okay. Um, Unlike- and it also has uh, something to do with um, their voice, because every animal has a distinct voice, even though there's no voice acting in Animal Crossing, there's just, like, techno Technobabble. Mm-hmm. Um, the voice of their Technobabble also hints at what their personality might be
1: oh wow i just jumped over a pond that was fun but yeah those are my favorite kinds of villagers but
2: Mm -hmm. you can
1: also do these fun things where you just try to get rid of them which i've never done
2: trapping them i never have either i
1: guess trapping them is big
2: well i'm the type of player who can't like i can't
0: choose rude dialogue options so i'm not gonna try to scare a villager away there are some people who are absolutely terrible to their villagers. They are. It's though.
1: so sad. Yeah,
0: Twitter Crossing like to me is it.
2: like happiness embodied. Like, how can you be so mean?
1: <laughs> like, if I get There's... a, if I get a villager I don't want, I deal with it because that's how real life works.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Also, I can't be mean to them.
0: You don't complain to the whatever Isabel's job is. <laughs> What's her job in this game? Oh, I
1: don't. know. She's
0: like the admin assistant yeah. to Tom Nook. You don't. You don't complain to the government about your neighbor, <laughs> <laughs> and then they disappear off the face of the planet. Well,
2: That's actually, not how it
0: works. But there, as act- far in, mm-hmm. in Animal
2: Crossing, you totally like if you walk up to Isabelle, you sit down at her desk, and she's like, "What can I help you with?" And one of the first options is, "I need to talk about a resident. <laughs>
0: They've been a real problem lately." <laughs> what I like. <laughs> And like, you can be like, like the options are like something that they said or something that they're wearing. You can just be like, I don't like what this person is wearing. And Isabel's <laughs> like, I had no idea that so-and-so was dressing so indecently.
2: And then like the next day you'll be wearing that shirt and she's like, oh, hey, how's it going?
1: <laughs> yeah, it's, I don't like it. It makes me sad as a person because I'm. I like all my people. I
0: don't
2: know. Yeah, there's. But I don't two, have a problem
0: with really any of the villagers. There's two types of people who play Animal Crossing. Type A, which is represented well here on the podcast, is I love. I love all my villagers, and I would never hurt any of them on purpose. And there's the other type of Animal Crossing player, which is like, I need this mouse to leave <laughs> immediately. <laughs> I hate yeah, his shirt. no, you shirt. pretty much hit the nail on the head. <laughs> and also
2: the rest of
0: him. <laughs> I hate everything I about I mean, this
2: I'll now. be honest. There, there are some ugly villagers. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, they're still cute, but they're also ugly. That doesn't make sense, but it, it kind of does. I'm yeah, sure Anna no, knows what sense. I'm talking about. Yeah. No, I get it. <laughs> like uh, Pietro.
0: Is that the mouse? You... The mouse is the one that everybody seems to hate. The male mouse. No, um... Anna, are you familiar with Pietro?
1: Yes, leave Pietro alone. He's just, he's doing his best.
2: <laughs> so he's what I would consider ugly cute. Uh, I like him, he's cool, but he's just so, like, unfortunate. <laughs> <laughs> he's basically, he's basically dressed like a traditional, uh, clown with stock white makeup, rainbow, um, clothing and rainbow hair, etc. He's, he's a sheep. adorable. I believe, more specifically, he's a ram. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. I think 98% of people don't like clowns, and the other 2% of people are lying, so I don't know.
1: <laughs> I think he's adorable. I think Stitches is another one that people either love or hate. I might be, I might be getting the name wrong, but I think I'm right. It's like the bear. Okay. It's like the teddy bear.
2: Yeah, the yeah. okay, so I like Stitches' look. He's cool. Pietro, on the other hand, not the same.
1: Yeah, I guess. Yeah. I think Pietro's adorable, but anyway.
2: <laughs> Again, he's not he's not like unlikable. No. He's just like he's so unfortunate looking. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: but yeah. Animal Crossing is a lot of fun. I have played it every day and it's almost the only video game I have been playing in the past like several months, I guess. It's it's not not going to say it's cured my depression, but it has helped. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I mean, it's definitely giving us something to do to kill time during the quarantine. True. So. Yes. And this is unusual for me. I usually play much older games to, like, finish out my backlog or just to, you know, just to play older games to cure my boredom because I'm I'm more into retro games than modern games. But this might be the first time I'm really playing the same game as everyone else.
1: This is a live update. I have just caught another freaking egg. <laughs>
0: I don't think we can do we, we, we can keep up. this up the entire podcast because this podcast will become 25% I caught egg.
1: No, I just I think this is the first time I've said that, is it?
0: It's the first time you've said it. I'm not going to I'm not going to do keep doing it every single time you encounter no, an not egg. Gonna do that that do will that. be the whole podcast. I wouldn't do that. Cuz I'm going to catch would a you? lot of
1: eggs. <laughs> would you? What I I don't know. Would you? What do you think I would do?
0: <laughs> Let's, I'll let the audience decide on that one because I, Anna can hurt not. the audience <laughs> Um, is there uh, anything else you guys wanted to say about Animal Crossing
1: uh, I'm having a lot of fun with the pro designs which is a little different from the past designs so they have options for with custom design which is what it, it always has been which is just like a flat like one side you make a design um but something fun that they've done is they have an option to have like a clear like a clear background so you can like put stuff on the ground like if you want to make a path uh you can and it'll show up like if you want to put uh rocks down but have it show up on the grass it will instead of you having to make the grass on your pattern um so that's fun and then they have pro design which i don't remember what they did in the last game do you remember matt
2: no i don't i i I, I don't design things very often i do constantly
1: um (laughs) i think it was just front and back if i remember correctly you could do the front and the back and like i think maybe the sleeves of like a dress Mm -hmm. or a shirt and um
2: well yeah I, i do remember that at some point they changed it so that instead of one design and that's what's on all sides mm-hmm. of the shirt or the the dress what what have you um now you could make separate front and back
1: yeah so now they have tank top short sleeve t-shirt long sleeve dress shirt a sweater a hoodie a coat sleeveless dress short sleeve dress a long sleeve dress which is like this poofy princess dress um a round dress which just i hate these kinds of dresses a balloon hem dress a robe, a brimmed cap, which is like a baseball cap, a knit cap, and a brimmed hat. So that's a lot of different options, and I have already made a sweater, a bunch of dresses, a hat, and like a tank top. And I posted on TikTok my Rapunzel from Tangled dress, and a lot of people like it and keep asking me for a tutorial, but I don't know how to do that. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm just like, here's the picture? I don't
2: know. I guess the other thing I wanted to talk about, um, which I'm surprised it took them this long to do it, but the amount of inventory space that you get in New Horizons is staggering, um, especially compared to previous entries in the series. Absolutely. Because in the original GameCube Animal Crossing, you have 15 spots for inventory, and that's it. You can technically weasel your way around this by putting things into your mail, Mm Mm-hmm like, your on-hand letters. But if I we're talking it. specifically inventory space, yeah, I'm sure everybody did that Just 15 is not enough. Just, <laughs> just like, stuffing, like, I don't have enough axe. stuff in
0: my pockets, I'm gonna just start stuffing things into envelopes and see what happens. <laughs> yeah. I'm just gonna put That's this exactly how it
2: in works. my
1: mail real quick. Give me a sec.
2: <laughs> so then, in Wild World, still 15 slots. And it's the same with City Folk. And then in New Leaf for 3DS we finally got an upgrade with 16 <laughs> slots. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and now in New Horizons you start with 20, but you can upgrade to 30 and then again to 40.
1: Yeah,
2: it's which great. is probably the biggest quality of life change in the entire series.
1: Yeah. Like I do have a few complaints about the game, mostly about just the having to craft things constantly. For tools, yeah, that's my least favorite thing. Um, Especially when there is a rock every day that if you hit it, and this is something I know at least from New Leaf, I don't know if it was in the other games, but if you hit... Yeah, it's in every Animal Crossing. If you hit the rock uh, multiple times in a row, it will give you more and more money. And if you miss the streak, like -hmm. if you stop hitting it for like a second and a half, it will stop giving you money. So if your shovel Mm -hmm. or axe breaks... While you are hitting the money rock, it's it's tragic. It. it is a tragic day for you. Um Yep. But the same thing is now happening with resources where if you're doing like if you're hitting the rock to get rocks, clay or stone, clay or uh, mineral. Iron. Oh, mineral. I got one gold so far and that was pretty great. <laughs>
0: <strange>. But um
1: <laughs> the same thing will happen if you're Pool breaks you can't do anything but I've gotten to the habit of keeping total amount of what I can have crafting wise like wood and sticks and stone and whatever uh, with me as well as a uh cheap to make um crafting table on me at all times so that I can just mm-hmm. pull it out and do that but yeah oh yeah so it's it's one See, of those
2: that's actually smart
1: it's a tiny annoyance, but it's still, like, enough for me to be like, ugh. I have a few other complaints, but they're not, like, huge. It's it's stuff like the islands that you can go to where it's, like, just a random island. It's not oh, another the mystery person's. Islands. Yeah. It's a mystery island. I keep getting sent to ones with the same fruit that I have, which isn't a big deal anymore because I have friends who give me their fruit. So I have all the fruit right. now. Um, But... At the beginning, I kept getting sent to islands with apples and I was like, why? Why have you done this? And it's just all so <laughs> similar to your island that you already have. So there's no real reason for you to be going to these islands unless you want to catch tarantulas, which, which I, I haven't I have been, been doing.
0: There yet. <laughs> I don't want to. You haven't been to Um, Rancho Island? Infinite (laughs) Rancho Island? Rancho Island? That's literally what
2: we've been calling it. Like, my friend Tyler and I have been calling it, like, Rancho Island. where the Rancho Ranchers. Gosh. Other dumb things like that. Anything to keep our minds active during
1: quarantine. (laughs) Welcome to Rancho Island. It is actual
2: hell. Trouble on Rancho Island.
1: (laughs) But, no, yeah, I... I don't feel a lot of need to go to these other islands if nothing's really going to be new. I feel like it'd be fun if there was a chance that, and I don't know if this is the case or not, if you can do this, but um, if you could go to an island and it happened to be winter or a different season, like, that'd be cool. But...
2: Or if you could visit an island in another hemisphere. Exactly,
1: that's what I mean. Like, that'd be so cool, yeah. but not doing that, um, but it's not... Otherwise, the game as a whole is a lot of fun, and I love it a lot, and I haven't done terraforming yet because I haven't been cheating anymore
0: yet. Here's- when you say cheating, you're talking about time travel, right? Yes. So, here's the question. Say- okay, so say, like, you know, God forbid that there is a day where you don't play Animal Crossing. Okay. Don't think about it too hard.
1: (laughs) My don't
0: mind's already wanna, crumbling. Continue. Um, could you, like, treat the days that you have time travel forward as sort of a save? So, like, you go back when you go back into Animal Crossing, you roll back the calendar that one day so it's like you didn't miss a day? Because that's one of the things about Animal Crossing is that it makes you feel bad if you miss a day or if you miss a period of time. So you sort of have these days saved up in the bank so that if something happens, you can just not let time advance as it was supposed to and maybe eventually you'll get yourself caught back up.
2: Well, but see, that's assuming that you're ever going to stop time traveling in order to get caught back up because most people who time travel are probably in like September right now.
0: (laughs) Because they just don't stop. You could not play for a month. If you get tired of it, take a break and then pick back up in actual September.
2: (laughs) September, a month away from April. You heard it first. Exactly.
0: (laughs) October. We're in the nice month of October. <laughs> um, a a November.
1: Yes. Good job. Well done. <laughs> yes.
2: There's actually quite a um a divisive community of Animal Crossing players. Like before, you were saying there's two types of Animal Crossing players, but in reality, there are two types of Animal Crossing players: time travelers and non-time travelers, and they're It is very divisive. I have friends of mine who are like, you're not time-traveling, you goody-two-shoes loser. And then the other half is like, hey, you're not, you're time-traveling? Why are you cheating? You're supposed to enjoy the game like this. This is how you are mandated to enjoy this game. I mean, my opinion on it is basically, I don't time-travel because what I get out of Animal Crossing doesn't require time-traveling. And I don't want to because I don't think that it's necessary for the way I play but I don't care if other people time travel unless they're, like, bragging about it.
1: People are, like, really separated on it, and the thing is, I keep seeing people telling other people to chill, but never people Mm -hmm. insulting the other people for doing what they're doing with their lives. Yeah. So, like, I'm just gonna continue living my best life while also having more villagers and also the Able Sisters while someone else can live their best life. (laughs) going at their own pace and not
0: time-traveling. Which is what I do.
1: That's unfortunate,
0: because uh, you and Matt are now contractually obligated to fight each other about this. (laughs) All right, Matt, let's (laughs) go. Uh, It's impromptu debate cast. Um, Whoever wins uh, gets to stay on the podcast.
1: Okay, so um, (laughs) I have a good time doing what I want to do, and I'm pretty sure Matt does too, so like, I think we're both pretty...
2: Yeah, we're we're both winners. We're both so, winners. Joe, it looks like you lose the debate. So you no, we're in charge of
0: the podcast. I never said that. To be fair, I never said what would happen to the loser. I just said that the winner would get to stay on the podcast.
1: Which means it that turns out, Matt and I are now in charge of the podcast forever. No,
0: no. <laughs> yep. It means that whoever right. loses also can stay on the podcast. All right, there were all right. actually no stakes. They were all fake. But that's media for you. None of the stakes are real. Stories are fictional. Everything is
1: fake. Reality is fake.
2: (laughs) The only thing that's real is Animal Crossing, (laughs) which you should buy right now for your Nintendo Switch
0: machine. (laughs) Have you guys heard about the Mario news that's sweeping the nation? So vaguely, I have no idea what's happening anymore.
2: I think so. I think I know what you're talking about, but
0: continue. So... And it's frustrating because I know that as soon as I talk about it, as soon as I talk about it, We're the next day, this. tomorrow, everything's going to be clarified. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um. But what the current state of affairs is, is that there was a rumor, a leak perhaps in some social circles, definition of it, that the next big thing from Nintendo is a bunch of new remakes for the Nintendo Switch for basically all of the Mario games that people like. Jeez. Uh, in effect, I am referring to, uh, Mario 64, Super Mario Sunshine and the galaxies, along with a new paper Mario game. This feels super made up to me. Yeah. It feels like a super lot. fake. A lot at and once, here's the, and it's also like, first of all, there's been like nothing about new games, like ever since Animal Crossing came out. Like we have Xenoblade, which Diana and others like her are excited about, and I'm happy for them. The Xenoblade mm-hmm. remake, but other than that, there's like Breath of the Wild two at some point, mm-hmm. and Metroid Prime four in fifty years. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So there's like, you think if they had something to tell us, they would have at least hinted at it in this most recent Nintendo Direct Mini. Because even though it was a Nintendo Direct Mini, they do announce new stuff in there sometimes. They announced a Mario Tennis. I think Mario Tennis was officially announced in a Mini and stuff like that. So, I mean, obviously, with the, the whole uh, situation with the virus and quarantining and stuff, E3 has been canceled, if you haven't heard about that. But Nintendo almost surely is still going to have their online presentation because yes. that's what they were already planning on doing. So yeah, it would they, not be hard. And I, part of it makes me think that because of the whole virus situation, that maybe they want to be careful, more careful about release dates. Like they're pro- they're still gonna make the video games that they were planning on making, but their policy on how soon before a release date they bring it up may have changed based on waiting to see the trajectory of things. Uh, I think that may also be why the Nintendo Direct Mini was so late, because it's usually a bit earlier in the year when it comes out. Um, yeah. But it ju- I still feel like it just feels like a weird thing to come out of left field if it's going to be what happens this year. Right? We still don't know what the big games of the fall are going to be for Nintendo. Yeah.
1: And I'm honestly not really
0: sure what the big games in general for the fall are going to be.
1: Part of me feels like everyone's kind of in limbo at the moment, but, like, they have to have some stuff planned.
0: Yeah, and it's like, surely they had to have some stuff planned before everything went crazy. Yeah. It feels like like we would have learned about the new fall video games... Before all of this stuff happened. Yeah. That that now, understandably, may cause some delays. Um,
2: I'm, I mean, I'm sure we'll learn something during the June event. Yeah. When Nintendo holds their, like, would-be E3, like, mm-hmm. event. But I, I feel the same way. We don't really have a lot of uh, ideas right now of what will be coming out soon. And we won't for a little while.
0: But it's just so weird because all these news outlets are picking up the story. And as far as I can tell, they are like, they're not the kinds of, it's not just, hey, here's a rumor letting you know about the rumor. Everything yeah. seems to be really confident about this, but they're just citing sources from Nintendo. Internal sources say that it's something like um, Super Mario All-Stars 2. Yeah. And it's like, that's cool and all. And hey... I'm super down for these kinds of games. I really like uh Super Mario Galaxy a ton. Super Mario Sunshine, I think I would also really, really like if it had a remake that, like, fixed up some of, like, the sort of... The... Most of the complaints that I have about Super Mario Sunshine are things that could very easily be addressed in a, a remake that sort of tweaks things, right? Like... The fact that you have to save after getting every single blue coin, or blue coins in general, I think could be very easily reworked (laughs) into something not terrible. Um, And, like, just a lot of glitchiness and inconsistency near the end of the game. Um, The only thing that doesn't really stand to be fixed is the fact that the final boss battle is kind of just terrible. Um, Yeah.
2: I mean, I do like Sunshine a lot. Um, but I think it stands to be tweaked a little bit. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm mostly excited to see if it is true Um that alongside these games we'll also be seeing a new Paper Mario. That's and... the
0: part that makes it feel fake to me, though. <laughs> yeah. See,
2: Nintendo hasn't really remade a whole lot of Mario games, and when they do, they don't usually do a whole bunch at once. There are very few instances of that in history. It was really Super the only Mario ones I can All-Stars. think of are the All-Stars, which came out two times um, on the Super Nintendo, once by itself and once with Mario World included, and then a second time on Wii, and like that's about it. And um, there was also anytime they remake a game, it's always like solo endeavors. Like the Mario Advance series is a bunch of remakes of mm-hmm. previous Mario titles. And isn't that just Mario the... sixty
0: four DS? Isn't the Advance series really just individual ports of the All Stars games? I mean except for Yoshi's Island. Except for yes. Yoshi's Island, which is which is good. We're going to get that's foreshadowing. We're going to get back to that. Um <laughs> but yeah. But like also Paper Mario. I yeah. find it hard to believe that Nintendo wants to make another Paper Mario game because it seems I mean, like they don't like Paper Mario anymore.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Not that they don't like Paper Mario anymore, but the we don't like Paper well, Mario anymore because they don't of wanna... the way they've treated Paper Mario.
0: Yeah, well, like, they don't want to do the stuff with Paper Mario that they have been doing. Now, maybe because it seems like, we talked about this a few podcasts ago, um, the team that makes the Mario and Luigi series, that company uh, is going away. Yeah. Uh, so maybe now that... Because originally the massive style change of sticker star was justified as something to differentiate it from the Mario and Luigi series. The Mario and Luigi series is going away that could lend itself to say, "Okay, well, now we can bring back the all- the other paper, Mario stuff in there, but I just I don't know." I just don't don't
2: understand why Nintendo felt like they needed to change the formula, and I realize that I'm beating, like, a dead horse at this point, but everyone always talks about Paper Mario as, like, oh, Paper Mario 1 is so good, and then Paper Mario The Thousand-Year Door is, like, super so good, and don't play any others, because they're all bad.
0: (laughs) And there's, like, three others! (laughs) And honestly, like... I would have been cool with the Super Paper Mario spin. Like, I there are major problems with Super Paper Mario, do not get me wrong. But I don't yeah. think the concept of an action RPG version of Paper Mario was fundamentally flawed. I think there was a lot of issues with the specific execution of it. Particularly, Super Paper Mario has a lot of... There is a joke, and it is in some other Paper Mario games, but there's a certain type of joke where it's like, ha ha, we either... This thing takes a long time, huh? Or, haha, <laughs> ha, this looks like it's going to take a really long time, huh? Like, Thousand Year Door has a joke like that, at least one. Yeah. Uh, where, yeah. like, the guy says, like, I'm sorry a hundred times or something, and he actually you have yeah, to click he has through to, it a hundred times. Uh,
2: he has to uh, say, I love you a hundred times. Or something like his, that. Uh, to his wife, yeah.
0: Super Paper Mario has, like, a joke like that in every single chapter to the point where yeah. it's pretty obvious that they didn't get as much content in the game as they wanted and they had to pad it out. Yeah. Which is a which is a legitimate problem if you don't like Super Paper Mario, not arguing there. But it is not a fundamental problem of game design. It just had to do with no. that specific production. And honestly, I don't think when Paper Mario became unpopular, it people did not like the new battle mechanics. But that's mm-hmm. not the thing that people, as far as I can tell, liked about the original Paper Mario games. I did not hear a lot of people... People would complain about the new battle mechanics. But they would not complain about missing the old battle mechanics. Just that well, the new ones the, were I bad. think what
2: the issue is there is... It's pretty much exactly what you said. Um, not that necessarily we wanted or needed the old battle mechanics, but or at least in my personal opinion, the newer battle mechanics just don't seem to lend themselves well to a game like Paper Mario, where it's a traditional RPG format and a traditional RPG kind of story, where you have to collect a certain number of items in a certain number of worlds that happens to be the same number as those items, hint, wink, Japan. So... It makes sense that it would be a traditional JRPG format, which is exactly what Paper Mario 1 was and exactly what Paper Mario the Thousand-Year Door was. So when suddenly they change that up and they want to recreate the battle system, it's not necessarily that the change is bad, it's that the specific change they made was bad. Mm -hmm. If they had changed it to be similar, but still, you know, I guess turn-based with equippable items and things like that, it would still fit the build of what we expect out of a Paper Mario, because I know that most of the most of the fun that I get out of Paper Mario, aside from the the witty dialogue and um, humorous situations, is the battle, um, the battle scene, and the battle mechanics. And I I like a traditional turn-based battle system. I'm a big fan of JRPGs, and that's something that I really do like about Paper Mario. So when they decided to change that, I was very disappointed.
0: And I that's fair, and I can see that. I I think they could have made it work, though. Like, even like as a, I like this, and maybe I like this better, but this is also good, just in a different way. I think they could have made it work if they didn't immediately abandon it and do Sticker Star, which is, here's the most tedious parts of an RPG without any of the good parts. (laughs) As in, here's a bunch of battles that there's no reason for you to do them. There's no reason. What do you get? You get coins. Guess what? You get a million coins. You get mm-hmm. stickers. Guess what? There's stickers everywhere. You can yep. ignore all the battles. You don't get any experience points. So there's no point in doing any of the battles. And if there's no point in doing any battles, then why am I playing this video game?
2: <laughs> yeah. And see, that was something that I appreciated about the original, the first two Paper Marios. Um mm-hmm. Because even though it was a traditional you know, Japanese role-playing game, it wasn't a traditional Japanese role-playing game in the same vein. Because even though you did get experience points, you didn't level up in a traditional sense. You got to select which stat you want Mm -hmm. to increase. And sometimes that stat wasn't even an inherent stat. It was, okay, now you can equip more items. So now suddenly you can pick and choose which, in the games they're called badges for anybody who um, has never Mm -hmm. played a Paper Mario... When you level up, you can choose to um, increase your HP, which is heart points in a Mario game, your FP, flower points, which is MP in a Mario game, and uh, BP, or badge points. And the more badge points you have, the more badges you can equip. And badges serve specific functions inside and sometimes outside of battle. And the more badges you have equipped, the more versatile and the more strategically you can play through the battle sequences and this adds an entirely new element to the aging JRPG formula where you're not leveling a traditional way you get to choose how you want to level and sometimes even on the fly because if you use all of your experience points to get badge points after every single battle you can reevaluate and say hmm i didn't like the way this badge works so i'm going to unequip it and equip another one and it, you just you just do that. You always level and you always progress through a pa- through the original two Paper Mario games um, on the fly like that. Very very versatile. And other Paper Mario games, since they did away with the whole experience thing and they did away with the traditional JRPG format, you don't get to experience that sort of versatility, and especially the strategy that goes into battling in Paper Mario, which isn't in other RPGs, because you just level a very specific way. You gain a level in like a Final Fantasy or a Dragon Warrior, cool, here's your experience, you reached a certain level, all of your stats increase in a specific way, based on a bunch of randomly generated factors, and then, you know, you're off to do another battle in roughly the same way. It doesn't work that way in Paper Mario. You're always being strategic. It's always off-the-cuff decisions and on-the-fly uh, badge equipping, which is something I love about it. And they, they, they took it out of my Paper Mario, man.
0: <laughs> yeah, because even in Mario & Luigi, which is the closest sort of companion to that, like you can influence which stats increase between the two brothers. But mm-hmm. it's not nearly as specific a selection. And also with the yeah. badges, if you're having someone in the audience is having trouble visual- visualizing it, it's kind of not exactly like it, but like it's sort of like picking the moves that you have access to. That's one of the parts of the badges. Another thing is like there are certain passive abilities too that uh, using badges gives you. So you're kind of like setting up your moves and abilities with the badges is. They're all really specific for the most part, so it's kind of hard to yeah. give a blanket statement, but that's the basic idea if you're having trouble visualizing it. But that's the thing. I'm having trouble believing, Going circling back to the, the more recent news, that they've yeah. had this complete turnaround in their idea of how to do Paper Mario, which would have had to be immediately after Color Splash, mm-hmm. which was... Color Splash was a more beefy sticker star from what I can tell. It was better than sticker star, but not by much. It still had a lot of clunky mechanics that yeah. didn't really work. Were were kind of just the worst part of RPGs in a similar way. So like they would have had to, if they're going to release a new paper Mario game, like this year, they would have had to have started immediately after color splash. And if it's going to be a good paper Mario, they would have had to have this change of heart immediately after releasing the last Paper Mario. To yeah. the point before they heard public opinion on it, almost. And I just find that hard to believe. And if I find that part hard to believe, it's wrapped up in all this other Mario news. And maybe I'll feel the fool in a month when we're all, we all know about the cool new Mario games. But it or just tomorrow, doesn't seem... as you say. <laughs> yeah, or tomorrow. Well, th- in a month is when I'm going to have to come back with my tail between my legs. So yeah. So in a a month from now, September, uh, man, nothing, nothing. (laughs) That was a great callback joke. And there was nothing. Hey, um, you cut (laughs) out my friend. Oh, Did you hear what I said? No. you Gather what I said. I said it twice. I I didn't. I heard
2: what you said, but it didn't register at first for whatever reason because you were speaking so passionately about it that I didn't realize you were going to make a joke. So, like, it just. So when you did, I just
0: didn't process it. I said September in a month. You know, September. I didn't hear any of that. (laughs) Um,
2: leave that all in.
0: mm -hmm. Um. Anyway, maybe I'll feel silly, but right now it just, on the one hand, lots of news outlets seem very confident about this. On the other hand, it feels like one of those too-good-to-be-true situations, so I I want to be careful in that. So that's, I guess, the the thing to look out for. Um, Otherwise, we're getting Breath of the Wild too, because that's the only other thing that could possibly come out in the fall, I feel like, at this point. Yeah. Cuz I'm
2: I'm lo- I'm looking on Google right now and like what you were saying before where usually it's rumor in all capital letters or something like that that's that's not the case here. I'm seeing like a ton of classic 3D games reportedly coming to Switch. Or Super Mario All-Stars 2 is new remaster collection for Nintendo Switch. Like it like they're already giving it a name.
1: Mhm.
2: Like it's already officially been announced, which is not the case. It hasn't and we don't know anything about it. So Ugh. It's it's a little infuriating, I guess, because I would love to believe that something like this is true, especially a brand new Paper Mario, but it just seems so hokey.
0: And I wish that these news articles, as far as I can tell from the ones I've read, they don't seem to be acknowledging the fact that, to our eyes, it seems super fake. Yeah. Right? I feel like they should say, like, hey, guys, I understand that this seems super fake, but here are the reasons that we are at least giving you to to show that it is not super fake. Maybe if it's inside sources that they can't reveal, at least like hone in on say hey, I, we understand that you're asking us to trust our inside sources, but we trust our inside sources. And then i'd be at least like, well, okay, at least they're coming out and saying that. But it, yeah, it, it,
2: but see like they don't they don't have any information at all and that's what makes like all of these articles so funny. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm 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 on um, metro.co.uk right now and they're the ones who said Super Mario All-Stars 2 xyz they're the ones who gave it a name and i'm looking at this article and they have so little information that it's basically three paragraphs and then a youtube long play of the original mario all-stars from the super nintendo (laughs) and then a couple more paragraphs and then a long play of paper mario the thousand year door like they're just grasping at straws for content to um to put under this title about the remakes we this 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 should go to show that nobody knows anything
0: because it's all being cited as internal sources. Like I've heard that Super Mario All Stars Two is like apparently something that is being used like as an internal name, but not the official name. And it's like this you anybody could say these things. There's no, there's not even yeah. anything saying like, and this is when we're going to hear about it because usually that's what comes with these. Like usually it'll be something like. And this was originally planned for such and such announcement. Maybe that got pushed back. That yeah, that I would because there was someone recently apparently who predicted the the nin- the dates pretty much exactly of the Nindies event and the most recent Nintendo Direct to the point where mm-hmm. like. People Because they didn't announce the most recent Nintendo Direct Mini. And so the day before, people were like, well, I guess you were wrong because they didn't announce it. And then it turned out that they did release it the next day. And the person was like, I'm not doing this again. Nobody believed me. I'm out. (laughs) You monkey pod. You you monkey monkeys pod your way out of this one. So see ya. (laughs) Bye. Bye. Yeah. So I'm not saying that this stuff can't come through. It just feels so hokey, and I haven't been given a lot of good evidence. Yeah. If there With, is again, good the, evidence, the words I'm
2: seeing. If there the, is I good mean,
0: evidence, they're not doing a good job of conveying it to us. The, the yeah, games, and because like, the
2: words that I'm seeing repeated over and over again are reportedly or presumably.
0: And now here's another article
2: I'm reading where the the very first sentence uses the word apparently. As if to say, oh, you should know this. Wow. It says remasters of SM64, Sunshine, and Galaxy are apparently being bundled into a single Switch compilation.
0: <laughs> I don't know what's so apparent about that. Since we are, we I think we've gone through this pretty thoroughly. Um, yeah. Have you guys been playing any video games aside from Animal Crossing?
1: I haven't played Animal Crossing Tetris 99 untitled goose game i got back into which i just love being a bastard goose guys it's great <laughs> <laughs> it's my favorite Hong. part of this life that i have led is um just being a bastard goose in a video game um it's a lot better than being a bastard human in deponia uh <laughs> <laughs> uh i also started playing a game called Mi- um little misfortune which is made by the creators of Fran Bow, which is a point and click horror thriller game that came out uh, 2015, 2016. Um, and it is about as depressing as I expected because it's just like this little girl and I saw a hanged man and I got scared and I was like, man, I wasn't expecting that even though I should have because Fran Bo was pretty messed up and, uh, little misfortune is pretty much just as messed up a dog died because i threw a ball at a tree the are branch, you okay Anna? That's a branch job. fell on this dog and i'm still upset and are you okay i will be <laughs> 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 no yeah it's it's very much a the very beginning of the game like towards the very beginning of the game it's just like well, this is a little misfortune, and she's going to die today. And I'm like, cool, great, I'm glad I'm starting this game. <laughs> it's a very sad game. Um, I love it, though, so far, even though it's made me sad. Uh, There was a hamster, and I think it was doing drugs.
2: <laughs> Man, Hamtaro's different these days.
1: Oh <laughs> uh, No, I need to actually play more of this game so I can actually talk about it next month and how weird it is. I need to I need to do that again where I just play games and rant about how weird they are.
0: <laughs> I'm looking forward to it. What about you, Matt? Have you played anything aside from Animal Crossing? I mean, besides Animal Crossing,
2: I'm mostly just dabbling with playing online Switch games with friends, so I've been playing Tetris 99 also, and I've been playing a lot more Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, which un- like before quarantine, I hadn't touched in like Couple months because mm-hmm. there were always other things to do or, or to play. But now that uh, we're all trapped inside with uh, only our thoughts, I'm trying to see my friends as much as I can. And by see, I mean speak to on Skype or Discord. And, you know, we share a lot of the same gaming interests, so we'll play Mario Kart a lot. And it's been really fun, uh, even though I'm not always first place. <clears throat> but, you know. <laughs> I am in my heart, and that's what counts.
1: <laughs> Absolutely,
2: but I'm sure that um, you know once I've like paid off my loan in Animal Crossing, and I've gotten through some of the goals that I wanted to set for myself, I'll start plowing through my backlog again. I have a lot of stuff that I want to um, play and finish. Like I, I haven't, um, I haven't ever finished uh, Final Fantasy two or Final Fantasy four for those of you who. Um, want the real title. Um, I've played through almost the whole game, but I never actually finished it, so I think quarantine might be a good time to sit down and get that done. And um, yeah, other than that, I'm just kind of sitting back and enjoying Animal Crossing. That's really what I've been spending most of my time doing.
0: I have not been playing Animal Crossing, so I've had time for other video games. Not much. Uh, Obviously, also dabbling in a little Tetris 99, some Super Mario Maker, a little bit of Pokemon here and there. But um, a couple days ago, I actually went through uh, Yoshi's Island on Nintendo Switch Online. I played Yoshi's Island a ton. It was like the first video game I had on the Game Boy Advance was uh, from that Super Mario Advance series. Oh, yeah. Um, but it was Mario 3. But then the, the game, the first game I bought with my own money was the Yoshi's Island entry in the Super Mario Advance series. And oh, I, played now I the, understand why you said foreshadowing yeah, before. That's the, yep, that's how the <laughs> foreshadowing works. <laughs> um, and uh, so I played that game on the Game Boy so much. Because um, I'd go through and I'd replay levels and I'd replay the whole game. Um, so I went through, I think, I played for I would play for like an hour or two every day for a couple of days and I made it uh I I went through the whole game um trying to go trying to go quick sort of quickly so I wasn't trying to get like high scores and anything um with all the collectibles in Yoshi's Island. So I was just it was interesting because it's that one is more closely based on the SNES version of Yoshi's Island, the original, as opposed to the the Game Boy Advance version which had a couple of other changes, namely the Game Boy Advance version uh uses sound effects from Yoshi's story uh for the for the Yoshi's stuff. And um the way red the the other thing is the way red coins are handled. They both look different. So there's regular coins, gold coins, right? And in Yoshi's Island, some of the gold coins are secretly red coins. And there's 20 in a level and one of the sub-goals that you can have is try to get all the red coins in a level. there are subtle differences in how the red coins—they'll—they'll they'll turn red once you collect them, but before that, um, there's subtle little graphical cues that are easy to miss if you're just blasting through. But if you sit and look, you can tell it's a little bit more obvious in the Game Boy Advance version. Yeah, they're like which tinted one. orange a little bit. Well, they're tinted orange in the SNES version a little bit too, but yeah. in the Game Boy Advance version, I think the orange tint is a little stronger, and yeah, it's more they. Noticeable they spin at slightly different rates. Mm-hmm. The, the graphic is a little bit more out of sync with the, the other coins. So it's they're a little bit easier to identify. But one of the things that I've actually ended up finding the most jarring was the control. Because Yoshi's Island has super fluid controls that I really like and I got really used to. But the difference on the Switch, at least, and maybe someone can confirm if this is an SS, SNES thing, the... Make Egg, the sorry, the I was thinking of the title, Make Eggs, Throw Eggs. Um, yeah. The Throw Egg button is A. Yes. I am very used to the Throw Egg button being R, which R, I feel yeah. is a lot more natural.
2: Um, it is also A on the Super Nintendo. Um, Yoshi's Island is my second favorite game of all time, and I grew up playing it on the SNES. Mm-hmm. So I'm totally used to it being the A button. I was able to get used to it being R when I played it on Game Boy Advance, but like, if you asked me off the cuff, "Hey, what button do you press to throw eggs in Yoshi's Island?" I would say A, a hundred percent.
0: It just for me, and I can understand like at the end of the day, like which one you're used to is going to be the one that feels better. But I think I don't know. It seems to me that it's easier to control the egg throwing when it's mapped to essentially a different finger than okay. the jump and tongue buttons, right? I can I can jump and... I can very easily control how I am jumping and control what I am doing with my egg throwing on the Game Boy because they're two different fingers.
2: You know what? Like, I never really took the time to think about that sort of thing because I, I first played Yoshi's Island when I was in single digits and I just got used to it. Mm-hmm. But I and think I understand the, the validity me. of exactly what you mean. Like... It would be easier now. Like now, I'm even thinking about it. It is easier in the Game Boy Advance version to jump and throw an egg Mm -hmm. because you're using two separate fingers. I'm just so used to being able to roll my thumb in that way since I've played Yoshi's Island since I was like six years old.
0: Mm -hmm. So it was. I found myself not using the egg throwing mechanic nearly as much, um, just because it was that little bit more difficult. And then like again, like also managing like because it's not just jumping. Like you've got your tongue and you've got just having those three buttons be devoted to one finger was a little bit weird for me. Not completely unmanageable, just, that was just, of all the things that I was doing, that was the most jarring of the difference between the two types. But it was fun. I mean, Yoshi's Island is a good video game, so. Oh, it's so good. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, like I
2: said, second favorite game of all time. I won't. Go further than that because we'll be here for another hour,
0: but yeah. not so good. No, it's definitely up trying? there. Yeah. If it's not if it's not still my favorite, it it certainly was when I was younger, and it's certainly still up there. Mm-hmm.
1: That same cousin uh, I stole the Hamtaro game from had it, and I almost stole that one too.
0: <laughs> That's a good game to steal. Yeah. I forget that you're a thief in real life too, <laughs> Anna.
1: <laughs> I was so young. It doesn't matter.
0: The apple doesn't fall far from the D&D, huh?
1: (laughs) I only have two rogue characters. One of them isn't even primarily
0: a rogue. I don't think the question is how many rogue characters you have. I think the question is how many steals do you have in real life, Anna? (laughs) Um, Anna, how many times have you stolen things? Right here on the podcast, um, tell us. Alright, let's think. Uh, Hamtaro.
1: Hamtaro, and I think I took, and this was an accident, I think I took like a like a Barbie thing from my friend across the street. I think I gave it back, but I don't remember. It was like a little teddy bear, little teddy bear thing.
0: How could you? Yeah, I'm trying to it think of anything else. It was her favorite teddy bear and, and you then, took it from her.
1: i trying to think if I've done any like major stealing, which I haven't done any like crimes, but. um.
0: Mm. <laughs> Have I you though I've taken
1: anything from like workplaces? I don't think so.
0: Have you done any? Cr- if you had done crimes, would you have told us about them? Probably not.
1: I'm pretty confident mm. I've never
0: done a real life crime, though. You I know, mean, this is
2: a, this is a fun topic. Suspicious. Yeah, I Suspicious. I actually, I actually have a story about thieving and also video games from my youth. <laughs>
1: Yeah, no, so, I'm, I'm a, I'm pretty much just, uh, a, 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 was a thief as a baby, but I'm older now, more mature, and, uh, don't do that stuff anymore in real life.
0: This, I hope your story isn't just about the time you played Sly Cooper.
2: <laughs> <laughs> no. Okay, I'll tell this story. It's pretty short, um, and it's a little interesting. So when I was, uh, about 11, so I'm Jewish which you guys might know if you've read um, a couple of my articles about game collecting, This Yard Has Sailed. I mention it a few times just because for some reason um, it bears mentioning based on the story at hand um, in those articles. But I'm Jewish, and uh, I go to synagogue on the holy days. And when I was growing up, I was practicing for my bar mitzvah, um, which, if you're not familiar with Judaism, happens when you're 13. And when I was 11 or 12 in my synagogue, after... Um, Hebrew school one day, I was walking out to meet my mom at the car. She was picking me up for the day and I found a copy of Donkey Kong Land for Game Boy, um, just lying on the floor outside of my classroom. And I picked it up and I went into my mom's car and I was like, mom, look what I found. And my mom being, you know, the better person of the two of us was like, you better go in there right now and put that in the lost and found and like, tell them that you found that it's not yours. Someone else wants it. And I was like, but I want it more. (laughs) (laughs) So what did I do? I was a very crafty 11 or 12 year old. So, um, I walked in and I told them that I found a game and they were like, Oh, that's very sweet of you to like, bring it to the lost and found that you can be in charge of making the flyers for the game and we'll post them around the synagogue. And I was like, Oh man, like I'm in over my head. Now I'm like, now I have to literally be the one to say, come take this game away from me. But I knew that the people at the synagogue didn't care about video games, and my mom didn't care about video games. So if I wrote up a flyer advertising a game that didn't exist, <laughs> nobody would be any the wiser. So I did. I, I printed out flyers for a game that didn't exist. And I posted them in the synagogue, and after two weeks, nobody claimed that game, so I got to keep it. <laughs> <laughs>
1: that is now, very
0: good. Now, Matt, what would copy I you have done if some game collector had seen those flyers <laughs> and been like, whoa, This secret game that no one's heard about, maybe it's some like, you know, weird bootleg or something, but that's gotta be a rare find. I'm gonna come in and see what this game is. Game collecting in 2003,
2: unheard of. Um, I didn't have a backup plan. Keep in mind I was 11 (laughs) or 12. So, like, if someone was like, oh, yeah, I lost my copy. I don't even remember what fake game I made. It was probably something stupid like Super Cat World or something. (laughs) And, which is not stupid now that I'm thinking about it. I
1: would love that. Um, Continue.
2: I probably just would have, I probably just would have been like, oh, it's not here. I think somebody else must have claimed it already.
0: (laughs) What do you mean you think this is the only thing you're responsible for? (laughs) How could you be unsure if someone claimed Um, it? If anybody, (laughs) if
2: anybody from my temple is listening to this, (laughs) I'm so sorry if it's your copy of Donkey Kong Land that I ended up keeping. (laughs) But no, you can't have it back because it's mine now. (laughs) I still have that same copy. Uh, I'm so glad I kept it all these years. (laughs) I'm so happy and I'm so proud. Thank you. Because that took a it's lot okay. of, like, planning. <laughs> Not well, a lot, but enough that I wouldn't have that's done. That's the only time that I can remember being that deceitful as a kid. Like, I mean, I wasn't always the best child in the world. I don't think any of us any of us were, but no. Um, I think that's the only time I was ever really deceitful. Because my family didn't buy me a lot of video games growing up. I had to save up money from birthdays and holidays. So if I got the chance to get a game for free, oh my god. And now I'm a and now I'm an obsessive video game hoarder, so you know
0: it all paid off. Joe, do you have any thief stories? I once took I didn't take. <laughs> I found I found an e-reader, a Game Boy Advance e-reader, in the back just mess of the church youth group like youth building. And there were some old games in there that I didn't care about, but there was an e-reader, and I was like, man that's like definitely one of those things that like has zero use, but will also be incredibly valuable in like 20 years. So I asked the the youth director and I was like, can I have this? And she was like, I'm pretty sure that's been back there for like three years and no one's come looking for it. So here's the deal. You can take it. But if someone comes looking for it for you and you're still around, you have to give it back. And I was like, Sounds good to me, <laughs> and I still have it. I've never used it for anything because i didn't it didn't have any cards with it, but I just have an e reader now
2: yeah um I don't have any cards for my e reader either I've never
0: used it <laughs> there was also one time i i don't know if this counts, but I went to the grocery store. And it came out and I had milk in the bottom of my cart, which I don't usually put the only stuff that I usually put down there is like my grocery bags, like my canvas bags that I use. So I had a real moment of did I pay for these for this milk? (laughs) Did I pay for this? (laughs) I don't know if I paid for this. Like and it's to this day. I don't know if I paid for that milk. Maybe I did. Maybe I didn't. That's my stealing story. Oh,
1: I have two more. Um, one I also stole. Same cousin stole. Uh, Pokemon. Uh, Emerald. So, How,
0: dare wow. so How dare you! I'm so. How dare you! I'm so sorry. That's important, uh, Johnny. Hamtaro. Har- huh? Hamtaro is nothing. Pokemon Emerald. <laughs> that's important. That's my first. I Pokemon lost game. a copy. I lost my copy of Pokemon Emerald and in a karmatic sense I think you stole it from me, Anna. <laughs> I
1: don't think so. <laughs> um I mean my cousin is like the same age as you, so
0: Anne, are we cousins? No, and did you sell my not. copy of Pokemon Emerald? <laughs> um was the main character named Ben because no, I was supposed no, to share that copy of Pokemon Emerald with my brother, but then I definitely, definitely didn't share it with him and played it. But it was fine because my grandparents, for one of our birthdays, got my brother pokemon sapphire and got me the video game bookworm and i was like how <laughs> could you possibly mess this up there were two versions of the game one was blue one was red that's our entire sibling thing all of benjamin's stuff is blue and all of my stuff is red and it was super <laughs> obvious and i can't believe you gave me bookworm instead of pokemon ruby so now pokemon emerald is mine anyway anna what was your story <laughs> i love um, you grandma i was an honest mistake um, i forgive you
1: Hi, Johnny, if you're listening, I'm sorry. I know you're probably not listening, though. Stole two of your games, and I'm pretty sure I still have one of them. But uh, another thing, and this is very recent, um, the Giant Eagle grocery store has stopped giving us plastic, but at this point with COVID-19 happening, they're just like, hey, please don't bring your reusable bags into the stores. Uh, Here are some plastic and paper. Um, But I didn't know how to... So, I do the self-checkout because talking to people is hard. And I didn't know that you had to scan the bags to pay for them. At the very end, when you go to pay, they ask you, how many bags are you using? I thought it was asking me if I was buying bags. It was not. So, I just kind of took some reusable bags from Giant Eagle. And I don't feel that bad because it should have been made clear to me. A person who is not looking at the screen very much, mm-hmm. but um, I have some reusable
2: bags <laughs> well, there's that <laughs>
1: sorry Daniel
2: you know i i actually i have a similar story with Pokemon and finding a game on the ground that's it's <laughs> not a theft story. I'm wondering if I should tell it um
0: it's not a what story,
2: it's not a theft story
0: <laughs> mm.
2: um Okay, I'll I'll tell it.
0: Did you find my copy of Pokemon? (laughs) One of you stole my copy of Pokemon Emerald, and I'm determined to figure out who. So like
2: I said before, um, I I didn't get um, a lot of games purchased for me growing up unless it was a holiday or a birthday. And other than that, I had to save up money from holidays and birthdays. And during the Pokemon Red and Blue craze, um, I didn't have a copy of Pokemon because it was nowhere near either of those things, like Christmas, Hanukkah, or my birthday. And I was really, really sad. As luck would have it one day in elementary school, I was using the boys' bathroom. And after I was done, I flushed the toilet. And I I got up and I like, you know, I was buckling my belt, getting ready to go back to class. Hold on. How is I, the toilet <laughs> going to factor into this
0: story is my major concern right now.
1: You'll see. Why You'll is see. it in the toilet?
0: That does it's, not no. give me more confidence in this story, Matt. Okay. So, disclaimer. Um,
2: <laughs> this story might be mildly gross, but it's not oh, really that terrible.
0: Even um, less confidence in the fact that this <laughs> toilet is going to be involved in this story somehow. So,
2: so, I'm done, and I'm ready to leave the stall, and out of the corner of my eye, I see something red on the ground, so I look to see what it is, and it's a face-down copy of Pokemon Red in a very small puddle of fluid oh
1: no Matt oh no Matt
2: Matt no <laughs> Matt, Matt don't I can't believe you've done don't this do to it. us Matt don't do it you're saying don't like I can go back in time and fix what I've Matt, done Matt don't
0: do it use your Animal Crossing time travel powers and make this not happen Matt. because I know what happens
2: so I wadded up some toilet paper, and I picked it up out of the fluid. Uh, uh,
0: I w- toilet I walked paper It's to not <laughs> absorbent enough.
2: Yeah, I know. I walked it over to the sink, oh, and no! I, like, I, like Matt, cleaned it off.
0: Okay, carefully, I hope, if you're going <laughs> to yeah, at least go through all this water. trouble.
2: <laughs> so, uh, to my knowledge, or at least to my memory, I don't think I used soap. I just, uh, I just rinsed it, Matt. and I tried my best not to get the label wet which is where the fluid was, but I just, like, mm-hmm. dabbed it off. And mm-hmm. I, I, put, I popped it in my backpack, and then I went back to class. And then lunch, and then recess happened. And one of my friends from my class was like, I can't find my copy of Pokemon Red. Does anyone know where it is? And I was very, very sweet. And I said, yes, I think I found it in the bathroom. And I <laughs> held it up, and they were like, Did you, you said you found that in the bathroom? And I was like, yeah. And they were like, where was it? So I told them the true story about how it was in what was likely child's urine, and they were like, "Oh God, you can keep it." And I was like, Are you serious?
1: Oh God, Matt,
2: no. <laughs> so, so I got to keep my copy of Pokemon Red. Do you
1: still have that too?
2: Yes, I do. Oh my
1: God, Matt!
2: <laughs> it has since been disinfected. <laughs> I'm so sorry, Game Cola faithful.
0: Matt.
1: Why would you
2: do that? <laughs> I'm really glad this got the reaction it did. <laughs> <Ugh>. <laughs> just just all the Matt, don't <laughs> Matt,
1: really no, Matt, me. please. Oh.
2: <laughs> 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 that is uh that's the only time that's happened. So.
1: I would hope <laughs> yeah. so! If this was a 2 story, Oh yeah, story, no, actually scream. now that I think about
2: it. Now that I think about it, there was a second time I was in the bathroom and found a video game on the ground. <laughs>
0: Oh my Thank God. you, from the bottom of my heart, a faithful audience, Game <laughs> Cola faithful, for listening to this episode of the Game Cola <laughs> podcast in particular. I
1: hope this makes up for the fact that there was no.
0: <laughs> yeah, th- you. This is this is what apparently happens when we take a month off. Yep. Goodness Sorry. gracious! Um, you can find if you want to find other Game Cola stuff, but much less bathroom related. <laughs> game cola <laughs> stuff you can find us on our actual internet website gamecola.net where we have reviews articles Matt's series of video game collecting which again hopefully involves much fewer bathrooms um
2: <laughs> not a single bathroom visit these past few months
1: amazing good. i mean about Ooh, video can't games. believe that yeah amazing wonderful
0: you can also uh find video content from us on our youtube channel gc.net the letter g the letter c the word dot the word net uh, Anna, if someone is social media inclined, what should they do?
1: You should find us on Facebook. We are Gamecola on Facebook, or you could try Twitter. We are at Gamecola on Twitter.
0: And if you want to join the Discord, you can find a link to that on the website or in our Twitter description. Um, additionally, along with the Discord, uh, we recently put out our community Minecraft server. Um, so if you go in the Discord, you can get the uh, the IP address for that, and you can come play Minecraft with us. It's been fun we did a stream. We'll probably do some more streams on our Twitch channel, GC uh the our Twitch channel Game Cola on Twitch. That's I mean, if you want to find something related to Game Cola, you can usually just search Game Cola and that thing and you'll find it. Um so we did some streaming on Twitch. We'll probably do some more with the Minecraft server with Twitch in the future too. Uh, what else? Uh, you, if you like this podcast, you, you know, make sure to subscribe to us on some sort of podcast thing, whether it be that the Apple podcast, Spotify, you can also listen to the podcast on the YouTube channel. We've got other good shows like Hacks and Slash, where we read video game fan fiction of questionable quality, or, uh, the RPG cast, where right now we're doing Secret of Mana. Anna is Harper and has a six-pack. I am the Sprite, and I don't have a six-pack yet. Yet, Um, and if you like this podcast, one of the the best, the nicest thing you can do it, especially during this time where people have a lot more free time on their hands, maybe they're looking, maybe they've gone through their whole podcast backlog. This would be a great time to let your friends know about episodes of the Game Col podcast that you like, whether it be Hacks and Slash, the GCPC, or the RPG Cast. It would really mean a lot to us if you would spread it by word of mouth. That's the that's the coolest thing that you can do for us in these trying times uh is there anything else that i missed oh if you want to send us a question you can ask us on the discord or send an email to podcast at game and i think that is all of the things yeah yeah thank you again for listening have a wonderful time of day wherever it is whenever it is that you're listening to this stay safe out there and we'll see you next month goodbye everybody bye bye Anna, did you just see John (laughs) appear?
1: I saw someone appear and then disappear.
0: (laughs) (laughs) How did he? What? (laughs) Well, we have something for the coda now.